This week on Bike Club, trash the onion rings and break out the fancy forks. We're ranking the top five gourmet appetizers. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bite Club, presented by Tasty, a conversation show about the snacks, treats, and bites that make us who we are. I'm Katie. And I'm Jasmine. And each week on Bite Club, we take a food topic and create a totally definitive list of our rankings of that food. We may agree, we may disagree, we may have to fight it out, but no matter what happens, we're going to wind up with a list. This list is our opinion only, but on this podcast, our opinion is the only one that matters. And this week, we are ranking the top five gourmet appetizers. We're getting boo today, baby. Fancy. So fancy. <laughs> but before we get into that, it's time for the ketchup. This is the part of the show where Jasmine and I, who are friends in real life, by the way, catch up on each other's lives and ask each other a food-related question. Yes, Katie. All right. My catch-up question for you today is, what's the most lavish or extravagant meal you've ever treated yourself to? Ooh, I love this question. Mm. I, I immediately think of the time my husband's dad, we were celebrating his birthday in Vegas and we went to Craft Steak, which is like Tom Colicchio. If you watch Top Chef, it's his restaurant and you can go there and it's very, very fine, fine dining. And we had made a plan. Like we were going out two nights in a row. So like one night we were going out to craft steak and the second night we were going out to like a slightly less expensive restaurant. And we were like, we'll offer to pay at craft steak, but they'll say no, no. And we won't fight it. And then we'll pay the next night. So we go to craft steak, like all the cocktails, cause it's also Vegas are like 20, $25. We're, we're getting cocktails. And then we decide like, we have to get this thing on the menu that you can eat everything on the menu. Like you can have a little bit of everything. And it's like, oh, it's $175 a person. We're like, that's a deal. So we all, we order that. We, we get there, we eat. It's the best meal of my life. There's so, we try so many different meats. It's delicious. We try so many different sides, all the desserts. It's great. We're so stuffed. The check comes and we're like, oh, you know, we got it. It's fine. And they're like, oh, thank you. Thank you. 
And we're like, cool. And the check comes and it's like almost $2,000. <gasps> we were all looking at each other like, oh my God. So we all split it like three ways between his sister, my husband and me. Um, and then we were like, we can never tell them that this is what happened. But it was the most delicious dinner and we did treat his dad to it and ourselves. And I don't regret it. And I will never do that again. If we want to pay for something, we should say we're going to pay for it. It was terrible. That's mortgage. It was <laughs> so much money. But I will say that the staff was incredible. Like, and everything was delicious. What about you? Um, Treated myself to probably was in New York. Me and my fiance went to eat all you can eat Wagyu at this place called Hyun. And it was each person about uh, 165, I want to say. Uh, and we got the more expensive version so that you get extra cuts of meat. And it's all you can eat. So, you know, you better be eating your money's worth. However, if you've ever had Wagyu, it is extremely rich, mm. extremely fatty. Any Korean barbecue spot, we can really eat like 10 rounds. At this spot, I've never felt more beat. Like we barely finished our first round and she was like, what do you want for your next round? And we're like, oh, I don't, <laughs> I, I think we're done. And she was like, you only did one round. You're not even done with your first round. It's you sure you don't want more? And we were like, no, we can't. It's so, so fatty. Like the, your throat is like clogged. You say you can eat a lot. Wait, wait, or wait. I wait. said I could your eat a lot. Your throat gets clogged? It's just so, so oily and so fatty. And rich. Because so wag- rich. Yeah, yeah. so rich. Yeah. And you know, you eat one bite of meat, you get the meat sweats immediately. It's just the richest. It's almost like the beef had beef bouillon in it. You know, like <laughs> that's how beefy it was. It was as beefy as beef can be. Yes, it was, exactly. It was beefed up. She was totally judging us. And then after she, <laughs> and then she left and someone else came in and he was like, I heard you're only doing one round. I, it's and, been going around the entire restaurant. Everyone is talking about you. <laughs> it was so, so intense. Our bill was like over $400 and we were like, oh. But was it delicious? It was worth it though. I think it was worth it for the experience. I cannot do all you can eat you ever again. Ever again. In no. fact, I am a little bit put off by Wagyu now <laughs> because of that experience. Would you say it's a trap saying all you can eat? No, I don't think it's a trap. I think it's a lovely experience. And if people really love Wagyu, then it is a feast for them. Great. Well, let's move on. And we have a very special guest today. He's a comedian, a podcaster. You can catch him on his podcast, Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists, or on Margaritaville Radio on Sirius XM. Give it up for Patrick McDonald. Hi, y'all. You're a radio man. I'm a radio man. What's up, guys? Do you have to do a radio voice when you're a radio guy? I have a little bit of a radio voice. I hear it. Yeah, I think I am kind of doing it. I just recorded my show, so I do feel like I'm in like the, you're listening to this, and we're having a really good time today. I can like put it on and take it Do you get trained for Uh, that? Like, Why is that the voice we like on the radio? No, I don't know. I, 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 I think from doing it, it is this vibe of when you're filling an air break, you're not supposed to have any dead air. So it, it takes away the uh, normal rhythm of a person talking. Oh. So it just like, you're supposed to fill it and be interesting and sound like a human being, but uh, you have to keep going. Not like not a podcast. To, you're supposed to like, it's like, let's keep no. this party going with the next song. Like exactly. we just want to keep the, the momentum. Exactly. Ah. And that's technically called an air check. And so what you're doing is every a few minutes or whatever, every three songs, you're letting everyone know where they're listening. I, I think that must be a holdover from the olden, olden days. days. But it's like, you're supposed to just be like, you're listening to this place. So it's like, you're always 
I think people just get so used to saying that over and over again. I don't know. I've never thought about it, but I have created a radio voice <laughs> without even realizing it. So if, if I dipped into it a little too much, let me know and I'll I'm I'll excited back off. for it. We are here to talk about gourmet appetizers. Do you eat a lot of gourmet appetizers, Patrick? Oh, I'm a huge appetizer fan. I'm I'm a guy that if we could go to a restaurant and just all share appetizers, I would probably prefer that. Like Ooh. instead of getting a main dish. I love I love a communal like, I mean, it feels like a dim sum vibe, right? Where everyone's family grabbing something. Style. Oh, yes. Family style. Yeah, yes. Family yeah. style. Yes. I love gourmet is 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 interesting. I was I was I think I like gourmet appetizers. Yeah, we should define that. Appetizer. We should define that. Like uh, let's talk about it cuz I'm th- you know, like my first appetizers I immediately think of are like a southwestern egg roll mm. or mm. I also should disclose my history with with like restaurants and stuff. My dad was a regional manager of Olive Garden's growing up. Wow. So he was like, I always thought going to Olive Garden was fancy because my, he was treated like a king and we were treated like royalty because <laughs> everyone was nervous that he was there in like a, the Texas, Oklahoma region of Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, so I always, I had to reframe what fancy, fancy was um, when I that moved That sounds LA, fancy if everyone's catering I mean, to you when you walk in the it's door. It's really fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and my dad still equates everything I do to like managing Olive Garden. Oh, really? It's like, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like, it's, you know, I'll talk about something happening in like the acting or writing or podcasting world. And he was like, you know, when we introduced, you know, flatbreads instead of pizzas at Olive Garden, you know, there was a lot of problems and it was like, <laughs> I love this. Planning his manager experience. Yeah. So, but so it, 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 the appetizers mean a lot to me and I'm very excited to discuss it because I feel like that's, I love dinner for like a communal experience. Yeah. I like sitting down, talking to people, really connecting. I think that's why and food like is the best. Yeah, appetite. I feel like you exactly. get to all, everyone gets to try it, which is nice. I've said this before. We never, ever, ever, ever ordered appetizers really growing up. Like Same. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was something, but then my husband, his family, they always order an appetizer. Like that's like part of the experience. And so yeah. now we always order appetizers. And I love them. But what, Jasmine, what do you think makes something gourmet? Okay, in my head, I was thinking fries versus duck fat fries with the truffle aioli sauce. So, like, that makes it gourmet. Does an appetizer have to be small? Like, a gourmet one have to be small? No. Okay, I think, like, when I was getting, like, is it an individual, like, little bite? Is that what makes it gourmet? I I do think you're onto something where if something is big, it's less gourmet. Like I, you know, Margaritaville has the Margaritaville like volcano nachos. I just love the, like, and those you're are crazy. About Margaritaville and like all the <laughs> and this is like your brand. Your dad is like, oh, yeah, I'm a Margaritaville <laughs> man. <laughs> I am. I am a, a very normal person. Yeah. I think. I think I hit right in the middle of America, <laughs> and uh, that's where I'm very, very, very comfortable. So yes. find me at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's hang out. That's that's truly that's truly my vibe. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Bike Club. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Bike Club. Well, with that in mind, why don't we get started on this list? Uh, we're going to put 20 minutes on the clock and go around and say some of our nom nom nominees. Jasmine, do you want to count us down? Yes. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Patrick, what is your first nom nom nominee? Okay, so we're going to go number five. I'm going to throw like an artichoke and spinach dip at a number five. Ooh. It's important Ooh. and I want to keep it in there. <laughs> it's an important. But I, I don't think it's like the most important. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I struggle with this one being gourmet. I think I need okay. to be painted okay. the picture of its presentation. This is a quality thing. Truly, like, I think you can make uh, you can make a spinach artichoke dip for the masses that everyone's going to love. But you can really, it, I think it depends on what comes with it. If you're presenting it with tortilla chips or if you're presenting it with, like, little crostinis or the little tiny breads. I think that's where it really varies. True, um, true. And the type of dish you're serving it in. If it's more of a bowl, less gourmet. But if it's like a long, flat platter where you can see the, the bottom, almost like a creme brulee dish, I think that's kind of gourmet. Okay. Spinach artichoke dip is my favorite dip, but I've never had a good one at a gourmet spot. Ooh, my really? favorite ones are always at family places. And wow. I hate the creme brulee ceramic dish. And I okay. hate when my chip goes in and it just breaks. Understood. Heard, and it's heard. never as flavorful. It's always like, oh, this cheese is really nice. I'm like, I no, just give me, I can't, give me all the bad stuff. Give me. Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like you. I'm eating low fat ice cream. I never asked for low fat ice cream. You know, Patrick, I, I think you that you're that. right that it's important. I don't want to like, it's important. I yeah, love spinach artichoke dip. It's number five, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, uh, defending this for too long. There's an expiration <laughs> date on how long I defend this, but I think I think it's important, and I think it needs to be part of the conversation. That's all I'm saying. You know, I agree. It is the top tier dip in the world, in my opinion. The only dip I would include on the list, right? We're not getting a French onion dip or something in there. No. I would drink it. Honestly, I like it, but I don't think it can be on the top five gourmet. All right. I know that we were saying that we're just going to start from five, but I'm just going to go in with my number two spicy tuna crispy rice. (gasps) Oh, I didn't even think about that. You love spicy tuna crispy rice. I do. I have a different one that lives in the same zone. All of mine are in the same zone, to be honest. Jasmine, what? it's going to be so hard. Well, they're it's all good. different enough to be in different umbrellas. Okay, have you had, Patrick, spicy tuna crispy rice? I think I have had Where that. it's like the- That's, that's the rice is kind of like brown and crispy. On the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the top, it's like, usually the tuna sits on the yes. top mm-hmm. a little bit. And then you use like a little yes. jalapeno. It's a square, right? Yes. Like the rice is Rectangle, in a little tiny square. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. that's Rectangle, delicious. Square, and that's, yeah. if, 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 if that comes out of the kitchen at a wedding on a little hors d'oeuvre tray, I'm like, that. this is the right wedding. Yeah, you take the tray. At. You know, yeah. it's a, you take the <laughs> tray. Like, mm. You get to know, I like to get to know the servers at weddings and, and, and I get to- and I, threaten I like them. To like, 
woo him a little bit. <laughs> I, I like to be like a little cute, being like, oh, yeah, let me know when you're coming out. Because I want, oh, I always oh, want first wow, dibs. Wow. You get in it's, with friends. It's a fake friendship. You're- <laughs> I social climb the, the servers at weddings <laughs> so that they come right to me because they know I like the taco or whatever it is. So I'm, I'm having a lot of these. I, I'm 100% down for this going on the list. I And I love it at number two. Yeah. Yeah? I, I uh, oh. yeah. yes. And here's the thing, but I want, can I make a concession if, if we're, if we're kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, negotiating? Yeah, surely, yeah. Surely. It is a negotiation. I'm okay with it being a number two, as long as what I consider to be the number one makes the uh, doesn't get swayed. I could see people pushing that to number two. So I want to make sure that okay. we can all agree Well, this on can live one. at two right now. And then okay. we are okay. flexible. All right. Okay. Yes. We can, this all can temporary live at two. anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Ooh, feels good. All right, Patrick, what's your next nom, 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 Okay, let's go with a uh, a flatbread. What do we think about a flatbread? What kind? You did not sell me on that, Patrick. You're just like, what let's about go with a flatbread? Flat <laughs> yeah, what kind? What kind? Okay, I'm thinking like a like a kind of a like a deconstructed pizza, like like maybe like a margarita flatbread, like a nice with like or like basil on top. There's mozzarella on top. There's sauce. There's you know, it's like it's like an acceptable version of a pizza, but you don't. Get it for the meal. You get it for like a little bit of a taste. Feels like that's good vibes at a table. You know See, what I mean? The, a flatbread brings a party. It's not. It's not pretentious enough. It's you okay? It's, okay, so let's swap in some goat cheese. Let's put some figs in. Okay. And, yeah. And, okay. And, I'm getting there. Yeah. 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 Yes. How are we feeling like that? Goat cheese. Figs. And now is it on a crostini? But do you actually believe uh, this, or are you just? It. No, I do. I love goat cheese and figs. Are like I, I'm obsessed. Yeah, I, that's like a huge delicious. Maybe some sliced ripe peaches on top. Yes, some pear maybe. Ooh, yeah, I'm it's a balsamic to- glaze. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where are they some making chili this? Chili flakes on top as well. Oh, oh, oh chili flakes. Yeah, I love yeah. yes. Okay. Wow. Absolutely. So what is this? Okay. We just <laughs> like made bread. it. <laughs> <laughs> we just developed a recipe. Um, it's an original flatbread. I think that I would. I would. I would be more down for this if. It was on Christine. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll count that out. All right. I have an alt. Wait, but another, what if we? Okay. Yeah. We what's your on. alt? Okay. Alt. 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 My alt, and I think this is a strong one. Okay. This would be a number three. Okay. Uh, we can't say number two, but I think oysters are an <gasps> incredible appetizer. Almost put it on my list. Almost. I love an oyster Rockefeller. I'm not a big oyster fan, but like oysters covered in like bread what's Rockefeller? and garlic. It's topped with spinach, butter, breadcrumbs, and cheese, and baked until bubbly, and it is delicious. Oh, we're Ooh, cooking it. So good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even raw oysters, that would even count. I, I love like I love an like oysters and fries combo. On it? Yeah, but if I'm yeah 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 something nice, a little bucket of oysters or, or mussels or something like that, Ooh. some sort of some sort of shelled. I mean, fish. The, the, I, shelled it fish? does sound it seem fancy to me. Gourmet. It is fancy. In my head, it was like a lime. I mean, a lemon squeeze yes. with some caviar yes. on top. Maybe oh. a little and the diced tiny cucumber. Fork. Yeah. When 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 a dish has its own silverware, you know that it's fancy. I think that's a really good delineation. So the tiny fork is a huge. When you need a tiny Agreed. fork, you're a fancy person. Okay, I think yeah, that we could put that. I think oysters could go on the list. I don't know, Jasmine. I almost put it on my list, so I am down. Okay, maybe number five. Where do we want now? it? Okay, oysters. So we're going like okay. raw oysters on ice. Yeah. It's a Disney okay. show. Okay, I'm just going to go into my number one because I want to make sure it gets on the list. Okay. Okay. Imagine backyard wedding in Arizona, sunset, beautiful, gorgeous, rustic table, and it's catered, and around comes a woman, and she has this plate, and it's full of puff pastry filled with tender, juicy beef that melts in your mouth. It's a mini beef Wellington, ladies and gentlemen. 
Wow, you guys are not on board. I, your faces. I'm so disappointed. No, it's it's it's. I think it's I think it's a very interesting choice, and, and I, I really want to respect you for loving it. It's everybody's flaky. so creative. It's flaky. Everybody's- guys. It's flaky puff pastry, tender meat in the inside, packed with flavor. It melts in your mouth. What is wrong with you? Um, it's, it's it's beautiful. It's very good, but. <laughs> Where's the butts? First, Where are the butts coming from here? I need to know. They came from you. Well, they came from you. So here's here's the thing for me, and I'm I'm just gonna I just kind of talk about this bluntly. Uh, having uh, such intense meat for an appetizer can sometimes skew the dinner. Wow, a little piece of steak it's, for an appetizer that's a lot for it's me. Tiny, it's tiny, Patrick. It's tiny. It's breaded. It's delicious. It's, and I also, I mentioned earlier, my number one is the non-negotiable. And so oh, I think wow. the I'm fact scared. that I'm comparing in my mind, my number one with your number one. Oh, I'm so curious. Makes it, maybe it's a little What tense. is your number one? Wait, that was your number one, Katie? Yeah, that was my number one. And both of you looked at me like I was. No, no, no. That no, was your no, own listen, interpretation. I think, <laughs> I think I was surprised. I think I was, I was taking it in. I was Processing. absorbing it and I still am. Agree. Agree uh, with Patrick. I, I'm just going to go ahead with my number one, which I, I, I think is. <laughs> important and okay. and special it's it's the charcuterie board and i think that is really hard to beat as as a gourmet appetizer uh because it covers so much ground there's so much variety all the things that we've even mentioned could probably sneak into a charcuterie board a little bit in a deconstructed way True. Mm, and so true. i think Not for wrong. me yeah. if i'm getting a gourmet appetizer and that's the thing it's it's a conversation piece everyone's talking about it you get to be like oh you put this with this that's interesting i do this with this everyone's cultural background comes together on the board and you get to see what they're up to and you get to see and there's memories and stories i mean it's you're selling this so hard I'm opening a restaurant. (laughs) Jason, thoughts? I was close to putting charcuterie, but then I thought again, it wasn't gourmet enough. Wow. I mean, I But it's such a scale. It's a sliding scale. There's (laughs) things that have like the raw honey and they have the edible flowers. Of course. The fig and the very expensive You put caviar on a charcuterie board? Totally. I would be down to put it at number four. Yeah, I'm down for it because I feel number like at Christini, you also can He's do like a Christini board. It's not no, no, going no, no. to number one. If my beef Wellington isn't even on here, wow. which I feel like is what's about to happen. Uh, no, um, no, no, no. I would I would be willing to put beef Wellington I, on I the board. I just want the listeners to write in who are shocked at your guys' hate for a mini beef Wellington. Where are you never getting hate? mini beef Wellingtons? I've never seen this on the menu ever in my life. If we did a Shiloh <laughs> situation, right, where I put a charcuterie board on one side and a beef Wellington on the other side. Shiloh was a book I read when I was in fourth grade, for the record, <laughs> where there's a dog in the middle yeah, yeah, and yeah, two yeah, people yeah. call the dog and see the owner is. I think more people would go towards the charcuterie board than the beef wow, I because there's just more there. I disagree. I think puff pastry wins every time. Okay, I'm going to get 100 people in suits. I'm going to put them in an event. Okay, all right. Well, I'm down with charcuterie being at number four. I can, I can get behind it. I feel like the Christini I'll world. take it. I'll talk to my team, and I think we're, we can make some concessions. I think we can right. make that work. Okay. All right, I'm going in with my number one because this is scary, scary. out here. It's scary. It is. Out here it is today. All right, my number one is a yellowtail carpaccio. Ooh. Thin okay, slices of raw yellowtail that sounds great. with a ponzu, a yuzu, topped with a little bit of olive oil, a jalapeno. So, yeah. so refreshing. A little bit of sweetness, a little bit of umami, savoriness, spice, 
sweetness. Am I repeating myself? It's yeah, but so it's, I, delicious. I see, it's good. That's good. It's fancy too. That's really it's good. Fancy. I'm seeing pictures. It has capers on it. Would you put capers on? Not on the yellowtail. Every no restaurant beef. makes it differently. I definitely don't prefer it with the capers. I'm a huge capers fan. Oh, I'm a huge capers fan too. I yeah. love a caper. So, What's going on in those little crazy peas? <laughs> a lot of flavor. A lot of flavor. What are a they lot up of briny to? flavor. I, How do they do it? I think that we, we, I think that goes on. I, unless Patrick has. I'm good with it. Yeah. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. That is, that's kind of like, I, is it uncooked or like lightly cooked? No, it's raw. It's carpaccio. It's raw. No, it's perfect. It's refreshing. Yeah, Yeah. I love. I'm into it. Where where do we put it? Three? Okay. Yeah, I think three. three. Oh my God, we have 90 seconds left. Oh my God, okay. I I was going to go samosa. That was my number five. Interesting. So much flavor. I know that they're like a fried appetizer, but I think they can look very elegant. And okay. with a green chutney, they're just delicious. And it's one of my favorite appetizers ever. So I like that. I don't know if it lives in the gourmet. Okay, I'll give you a second option. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fried ricotta stuffed squash blossoms. Ooh, wow. that's gourmet. Have you guys that ever immediately- had those? This might shock oh. you. I love anything stuffed with cheese, no matter how fancy the cheese okay, is. Okay, great. I think it's, I love, I love a ricotta. I love, I like, I like, love like a hot ricotta. Mm, me too. It's really tasty. Well, yeah, so yeah. Good. And I was going to say, I saw the arancini on there too. And those are, I those like oh, risotto yeah. balls. Mm. I know. Delish. So, and I just want to give a shout out. I don't. I want to claim this, but I wanted to mention it. I think it would be remiss if we mentioned we didn't mention shrimp cocktail. I just wanted to say. Mm, it. Mm. I, I had something I, similar. I had crispy coconut shrimp. Oh, oh, okay. We have twenty seconds. We have. To, so does this make it? Does this make it? Wait. I think we all need to give the ones that we didn't say and then talk about those because we only have twenty seconds. Okay. Left. Okay. Okay. The last one I didn't okay. talk about was ahi pokey tacos with the, like a wonton taco with the pickled oh, relish that. and mango and cabbage and an avocado crema. Okay. Okay, that was it. Oh. oh, I was just gonna say I almost put uh, tuna tartare, which is very similar. Yes, yes. Really? So yeah. I'm on board with that. I'll plus one that one. Patrick, what are your remaining ones? I just wanted to mention a, like a spring roll or a fresh roll, Love. like mm. one of something like really tasty and really clean. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, I was also gonna mention a, a fancy version of like a blooming onion, but that doesn't mm. exist. Mm. <laughs> well, we'll think about. it. Okay. Yeah, think about it. And just a pitch. Jasmine. For me, mine was ceviche with a little extra <gasps> lime. Ceviche yes. might ceviche, be it for me. Yeah. That might come in at the end and be number one for me. I'm okay with I'm putting okay ceviche with in ceviche number one. I'm okay with ceviche being a number one too. I forgot and then Wow. And then crab cakes and then what I said earlier, crispy coconut shrimp. I'm not. Crab, crab cakes, cakes is not my favorite. <gasps> I love crab cakes. I'm, well, you know, ceviche was on my number three. So okay. everyone. So ceviche at number one. Really? Number one. Uh, yeah, I love yeah, ceviche. I think I it forgot is. About, I think fish is just like the ultimate like refreshing gourmet like I agree crowd pleaser great appetizer yeah because if, even if you're not a fish person like these are all I love all these I'm not a huge fish person I love them okay you could do a shrimp yeah. ceviche too so do we have like mostly yes. are we, we have a list let's read it list. aloud starting from five we'll start with Patrick and then go to Katie wait do your radio let's all try yeah, radio, radio voices let's all do oh, radio yeah that's perfect okay. coming in on top five appetizers we're having a really good time here today we're having a blast and uh let's get into it number five Oysters. Uh, coming in at number four, charcuterie board. And at number three, we got a yellowtail carpaccio. Coming in at number two, all the way from another country, we got a spicy tuna crispy rice. And at number one, Eva, crowd favorite, everybody loves, ceviche. Oh. Wow, we're all surfers. <laughs> we sound like we're surfers. I got really, I got really Casey Kasem on there too, like you're listening to. I liked it. I liked, there was a good uh, yeah, yeah. variety in yours. Our, mine was very... <laughs> Yours were great. Surfer. Look, we're hiring and great. you guys got the job. Oh my so. God, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Can you do six hours tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> great. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Bike Club. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome back to Bike Club. Now it is time to top this episode off with the dessert portion of the show. As a chaser to our main meal list, we like to switch it up and serve a sweet new segment for your listening pleasure. And today's dessert is the Appetizer Maximizer. Do you have a knack for whipping up an app? We're about to embark on an appetizer journey of a lifetime. In four distinct scenarios, we will need to choose three and only three items out of a select list to make an epic appetizer. Patrick will give us the scenarios and items we can choose from and pick a winner each round, crowning one of us the appetizer maximizer. All right, you guys ready? Ready. You're about to have a dinner party for six at your house and made an epic main, but you forgot about an essential part of the meal, an appetizer. Choosing only three of the following items in your fridge and pantry, create an epic appetizer and explain in as much details as you like how you're presenting this dish. Note, once an item is chosen by someone else, it cannot be used. Okay, ready? The ingredients are kimchi, Cheese Whiz, red pepper stuffed olives, tortilla chips, saltines, hot dogs, celery, mango chutney, and pickled eggs. Who gets to go first? How about Katie? You go first. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> yes. It's because you feel bad about the beef yeah, wellington. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought I felt, I'd give you less time pity. on this. I felt <laughs> okay. Yeah, I yeah. am going to take the kimchi. <laughs> The cheese. Oh my god! I know what you're doing. And the the tortilla chips. It's literally what I was gonna take. (laughs) All right. Uh, You have red pepper stuffed olives, saltines, hot dogs, celery, mango chutney, and pickled eggs. All right. I'll take saltines. I'll take mango chutney and pickled eggs. Ooh, okay. Oh. And what I like about both of those dishes is that they're they're going to be very strong. They feel like such decided choices that no one's going to think that you're bullshitting. You That's know right. I mean? Right. Um for my Smart. delicious appetizer, I am going to whip that che- I'm going to take all the cheese was out of the can. <laughs> And I'm going to chop up the kimchi really small. I'm going to whip that all together. I'm going to put it in a piping bag, a a star tip piping bag, and I'm going to pipe that onto the top of individual tortilla chips and top it with just a tiny piece of the kimchi on each. Yum. For my delicious appetizer, I'm going to take my pickled eggs. I'm going to take out five of them. I'm going to slice them each in half, remove the yolks, and I'm going to add a little bit of the mango chutney just to incorporate the flavor in there, mix together, and then pipe them into the hollows of my egg whites to create a deviled egg. And then take my saltines, crumble them on top, and add a drizzle of mango chutney on top to make pickled deviled eggs with mango chutney. And that saltine cracker crumble is going to give it a nice texture. Whoa. Okay. Great. I'm in for both. You have to choose a winner each round. Oh, I have to. Oh, I have to choose a winner. (laughs) Yeah. Each round. Okay. Well, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to be eating the deviled eggs. (gasps) 
Wow. They sound so good well, to me. Well, Cheese Whiz, like, I knew I was going to lose, but I just love Cheese Whiz, and I can never get it on the list. <laughs> Respect. <here. laughs> Respect. <laughs> I hate to have to pick a winner because I would eat everything. I would if you guys were if, if putting those on uh, uh, trays at weddings, I would be following around <laughs> all those servers. I would eat all of them. That's the biggest compliment I've ever. Heard. I don't think mine Absolutely. was like gourmet enough to be honest, but a spicy <laughs> cheese is so good. So I anyway, was going to turn those into nachos, kimchi nachos. Oh, yummy, oh. yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay, here's number two. You're on a camping trip in Norway. Sure. And are in charge of a little amuse-bouche before a big dinner with your camping buds. That's my favorite word, amuse-bouche. <laughs> the twist, you need to scavenge for the ingredients. What are you using out of the following to create your dish? Okay, this is stuff in the Norwegian woods. Moss, edible. Wild blueberries, chanterelles, snails, frogs, dill, seaweed, dandelions, and worms. Wish I had gone first this time. <laughs> <laughs> no. So then that means I got to go Ooh. first, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Jasmine, go All ahead. right. I am going to take the chanterelles. Those are mushrooms, right? Yes. All right. I will take the dandelions. And the wild blueberries. Okay. Dang. Chanterelles, dandelions. I wanted those blueberries. <laughs> um, well, well, I've got a lot of choices here. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just laughing at my choices. All right. I'm going to take snails. Never had it, but I'm going to take the snails. Oh, they're good. They're good. 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 I'm going to take the dill because I love dill. Mm. And uh, I'm going uh, I'm I'm to take the moss, the edible moss. <laughs> Mm. Oh, mm. okay. And I'm going to go to the kitchen right now and think about what to do. <laughs> All right, All right Jasmine, what are you doing with these? All right, I'm going to take my chanterelles. I'm going to, I'm going to cook them. I'm going to blend them. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to turn it into a delicious chanterelle mushroom bisque. Oh, bisque. Mm. Oh, I'm going to puree the blueberries. And then add a little bit of blueberry drizzle onto the mushroom bisque. And then just garnish it with some dandelion petals. Oh, okay. And Am blueberries I? are going to give it a little bit of sweetness because of the earthiness from the mushroom to just give it a little bit more complexity. Ooh. And the dandelions are going to have a bright color. And uh, if you have your phone, you should take a photo. Beautiful, beautiful. Oh, it's aesthetic. Yeah. Phone eats first. Yeah. I'm going to take my snails. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blanch them in some water that has the moss in it. So we're just like getting this like earthy, mossy, mossy flavor added in. I'm good salt and pepper. We'll just also salt, maybe just salt. Um, and we're cooking those in the the water. And then I um, am taking them out. <laughs> I am putting them on a bed of moss as a presentation. And then I'm putting dill sprigs inside mm. of each one um and i'm just a really well seasoned um and delicious <laughs> and it kind of just lives on its own it's just a beautiful shell on a bed of moss with some dill wow i'm gonna go with the snails <gasps> i would eat I'm, the snails <laughs> I, because i'm just nervous about mushrooms and blueberries yeah, together I know. That, that um <laughs> makes my hair stand up on end a little bit uh but I love when when you got the snails. I was actually hoping that you would get the dill because I love dill. I love dill. Dill is so good. Yeah, uh, and then 
using the moss correctly. Thank you. Okay, great. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Because it's got an earthy job, vibe. It does. You put it in the snow. That wow, sounds really thanks. good. Thanks, I redeemed myself from my cheese whiz. You're a great job. Cracker. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> Throw some cheese whiz on those snails. We could serve those at Noah Garden. Here we go. Number three, you're going to a picnic with a plate of freshly cut veggies and chips, and you want to make a little crudite moment for your loved ones joining you in the park. You have access to the following ingredients to make a dip. I love dips. This is very exciting. <laughs> what are you making? Feta cheese, black beans, fresh mint leaves, jalapeno peppers, yogurt, chickpeas, miso paste, peanut butter, pineapple. I think since you guys have both gone once, how about you guys pick a number between one and 10? Whoever's closest can go first on this one. Okay, three. I'll go eight. Okay, the number was seven. (gasps) So Jasmine, you go first. I will take the chickpeas, the feta cheese, and the jalapeno pepper. Ooh, okay. Katie, what are you going with? I'm going to do fresh mint leaves. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna go miso paste, peanut butter, and mint leaves. Whoa. Okay. All right, Jasmine, what are you making? All right, I'm taking my chickpeas and I'm gonna create a delicious hummus. I'm gonna dice my jalapeno peppers into really fine dice peppers. I'm gonna mix it into the hummus, give it a little bit of crunch, a little bit of spice, and then top it with feta cheese crumbles. So that'll go perfectly with your crudités. That sounds really good. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a miso peanut butter dip, kind of more like on the desserty side. It's a little sweet. And we've just, we've incorporated mint into it as well. We've chopped it up. We've mixed it all together. That miso is just adding like a lot of umami. And then the peanut butter is adding this like more savory, but like sweet side. Um, and we're like, it's more for dipping uh, cookies. <laughs> it's more of a cookie dip. Um, and mm. it's a dessert. And Mint is garnished on the top. Wow, that sounds really good. I love mint, and I also love peanut butter, but I got to go with the spicy hummus. Yes. Spicy when hummus you took those chickpeas, so I was like, no. I know, I'm sorry. I know, <laughs> easy peasy. I, it's it's uh, uh, so good. A spicy hummus is like one of my favorite foods of all time. It's great. It's so good. Final round. All right. This is going to be you first, Katie. You decided to make an entirely candy-themed dinner and are making a little starter to kick off the meal. What is your dish, chef? Popcorn-flavored jelly beans, sour watermelon candies, pop rocks, candy gel, blue, gummy fried eggs, cherry-flavored fun dip, green sour gummy straws, banana marshmallows, purple and pink nerds, candy corn. There's a, I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of landmines My in here. My brain is exploding. Yeah. <laughs> I have to process all of these. The starter this to is, kick off the meal. <laughs> so so this is a house where you're going to serve a really delicious candy themed dinner. There's, everything is just <laughs> insanely sweet on this. Like, so this is, nothing, this is some sort of fun house. There's nothing to like balance the flavors. It's just you invited <laughs> people you hated. <laughs> this is you like are when I was a kid and revenge. I was like, I'm going to make my dad something and I took yes. all of my Halloween candy and melted it in a bowl with water. You did? Yes. Yeah, and we were like, oh we're cooking. God. And like, this is what this reminds me. <laughs> this is like Elf. Yeah, it's this like elf. elf. Okay, it's definitely Elf. And I really- um, I'm just so afraid of whatever I take. I'm going to take those popcorn flavored jelly beans, the Pop Rocks, and the uh, <laughs> uh, banana marshmallows. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> It's not okay. I'm going to take the purple and pink nerds. I will take green sour gummy straws and cherry flavored fun dip. Ooh, okay. So what are we making with these? I don't even remember what I took. Okay. I am I am doing a play on a Rice Krispie treat, people. I am making banana popcorn. Uh 
crispy treats. I'm taking the banana marshmallows. I'm melting those down. Some butter. I am pouring in those popcorn flavored jelly beans. I am letting them congeal together to create these little peanut pop, these popcorn jelly bean clusters that stick together with the marshmallows. And then I am rolling those in Pop Rock. So when you take a bite, they are like uh, sizzling in your mouth. Because I'm thinking popcorn balls, but since I don't have popcorn, I am doing popcorn cheese. He won't even look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reserving judgment. I'm reserving judgment to the end. I am going to take those green sour gummy straws. I am going to melt those down and put them in a piping bag. Oh. And I am going to put the nerds in a small bowl on the side as well as the cherry flavored fun dip. And I'm going to have all my guests get a piping bag filled with the melted green sour gummy straws. And they're going to pipe it onto parchment paper in the shape of their choice. And they can add the purple and pink nerds, either dip it or sprinkle it on top or the fun dip to create their version of a nerds rope. I really want to know one that would have melted down. into. <laughs> You've never melted gummies before? No. Like gummy yeah, straws? Just, yeah, you can just melt them down. They'll just turn into liquid and then you can oh, reshape them however you want. Okay. Wow. Right. So it's a nerd rope station. Yes. Okay, great. Um, uh, Katie, yours has me aghast. Uh, imagining, <laughs> imagining biting into <laughs> something that is covered in marshmallows and made of jelly beans is one of the most horrifying things I can imagine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So I'm going to have to go with Jasmine on this one. <laughs> it feels like a horror. Like it feels, <laughs> it feels awful. feels like they would use that to make eggs in an you alien movie. Like truly. Welcome. You're welcome, I think is what I want to tell everyone here. So I'm not the appetizer maximizer? Is that what you're telling me right now? Unfortunately, unfortunately, I think we're going in a different direction. I'm crying. (laughs) There was no, like... Your nerd station is on the edge of even functioning. Jess. That's not true. Have you have you done this before? You can take Haribo gummy bears, melt them down, and then you pipe them onto I'm parchment paper, gonna, and then you. My roll question them into is how long rooms. how long it would stay liquid? Like, does it have to be so hot? Well, <laughs> like if I'm piping it, is it like so hot? It kind of stays hot because of the sugars. So you have to okay. like wrap it with a towel so that you okay. don't burn your hands. But it does stay hot for a little bit. But then you usually just pipe them all at once onto a bed of candy and then it'll stick. Okay, great. I'm going to make that banana. Please don't. Honestly, please do. Please don't. Please oh, do. God. And then save it's Patrick's invention. Um, oh all right, God. Patrick, this has been a lot of fun freaking you out with my dessert choices. I'm so angry about the mini beef wellingtons and I'm pretty sure other people are too. Write in and let me know and make me feel better. But Patrick, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Patrick, 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 Patrick. That's four Patricks. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Patrick McDonald with a zero instead of an O. Uh, you can uh, listen to me on Radio Margaritaville or our podcast Life. License to Chill, which is like the official Margarita podcast where I interview musicians and all sorts of cool people about how they relax. And then I also have an improv podcast called Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists uh, uh, that comes out every Thursday. And you can find that on YouTube as well. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys can follow uh, us at BuzzFeed Tasty. And you can email us with your questions at BiteClubPod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 909-833-9213. For episodes in the future, we're looking for any questions about food and specifically more delicious dilemmas, any ethical situations you've found yourself in relating to all things food and drink. Thank you for eating with us and maximizing our appetizers. (laughs) We'll see you next week on Bike Club. (laughs) 